Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for October 14, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled God is Faithful, and then I'm teaching a series inside of the series. <laughs> but so, so inside of the series of the God is Faithful series, I'm teaching a series entitled You Can't Withstand and Overcome Anything. And so I pray that you've been enjoying this. I've been flowing from 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I've been adding other scriptures to it. But Right up front, though, I need you to know that God is faithful, that God made plans for you from the foundations of the world, that you are not a mistake, that God loves you with an unconditional and everlasting love, that God has placed his grace on you to, so that you could succeed and overcome and, and become who it is that God has called you to be so that you could do. God puts his super on your natural so that you could do what you could never do without him. Embrace the grace to be who it is that God has called you to be for such a time as this. God is faithful. All right, so that said, I told you that I've been teaching a series inside of the series called You Can Withstand and Overcome Anything, and you can. I hope that you got that by now. I hope that you believe what God believes about you. So this is part 23. You Can Withstand and Overcome Anything, part 23, and the title of today's message is Speak to Yourself If You Have To. Like, if it, there's, there's going to come moments in your life where you got to go over to the mirror and speak to yourself. Like, I mean, you got to prophesy to yourself. You got to preach to yourself. You got to help yourself to be convinced of what God believes about you. You got to believe what God believes about you. And you have you will pre preach to yourself, speak to yourself if you have to. Have to. That's what uh, I'm going to share with you on today. So 2 Corinthians chapter 4. This is the passage that we've been looking at for a while. Let's go back to it again this morning. Beginning at verse one, the Bible says, now it's because of God's mercy that we have been entrusted with the privilege of this new covenant ministry and we will not quit. We will not faint with weariness. Verse seven, we are like common clay jars that carry around this amazing glorious treasure so that the power that's released through our lives could be seen as God and not ours. Verse eight, though we experience every kind of pressure, Guess what? We're not crushed. At times, we don't even know what to do, but we know this. Quitting is not an option. Verse 9, we are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but we are not knocked out, right? We continually share in the death of Jesus in our own bodies, but this is so that the life of Jesus can be revealed through our own bodies. We consider living to mean that we're constantly being handed over to death, but it is so that the life of Jesus can be revealed through our humanity. So then death is at work in us, but it's releasing life in you. Now we have the same spirit of faith. This is verse 13 where we're at right now. Now we have the same spirit of faith that was described in the scriptures. When they said, first I believe, then I spoke in faith. Well, guess what? We believe and we speak in faith. So no wonder we don't give up. For even though our outward man, we have an outer man and an inner man. Our outer man is gradually wearing out, but our inner man is being renewed day by day. So we view our slight short-lived troubles within the context of the light of eternity, we see our difficulties as the substance that is producing for us an eternal weight of glory that is far beyond all comparison. Verse 18, because we do not focus our attention on the seen, we focus our attention on the unseen because what's seen is temporary. It is subject to change, but is, what is unseen is eternal. So we've been looking at this for a while. I'm really focusing in on verse 13 that we believe then we speak. And so today, I want us to, to also look at Joel chapter 3 and verse 10. I'm going to read Joel 3 and 10 to you from three different translations. Get this down in your heart, and then we'll get into the word. So Joel 3 and 10, New King James Version, the Bible says, Beat your plowshares into swords, 
and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak walk over to the mirror and say, you know what? I am strong. The God's word translation says, hammer your plow blades into swords and your pruning shears into spears. And weaklings should say, I'm a warrior. A weakling should say, you know what? I'm a warrior. Joel 3 and 10 from the Message Bible. It says, turn your shovels into swords, turn your hoes into spears. Then let the weak one throw out his chest and say, I'm tough. I'm a fighter. He's saying, listen, as a believer, this is this is in the Bible. Like this, speaking the word only, speaking words of faith from a believing heart. This is in the text. And the Bible says, walk over to the mirror and say, you know what? Stick out your chest and say, I'm tough. I'm a fighter. You got to speak to yourself if you have to. So what does this mean? For you today, I have three things to share with you on this morning. As I do, this is why I need you to rid your heart, your mind of all distractions. Three things. Number one, here we go. Number one, no one is exempt from spiritual warfare or earthly opposition. And your words have a lot to do with how you deal with it. So no one is exempt from opposition or challenges or pain or trouble, but your words have a lot to do with how you deal with it. In Joel 3, let me give you some context of what's happening in the text. So Joel 3, um, God is speaking judgment over the nations that are rising up against Judah and Jerusalem. So prophet, the prophet now is speaking the word of God over, over the nations that are coming up against the Israelites. And he is releasing or unleashing the power of God against the enemies of Israel. And then God told the prophet to tell the nations to wake up their warriors and to prepare for battle. And then he tells the warriors, the army, hey, get ready, we're about to fight. But then they didn't have enough fighters. So in the text, they go to the farmers. And the, the, the prophet then says, okay, to the farmers, go tell the farmers to get ready to fight. He says, hey, farmers, you guys got to get ready to fight. And they're like, well, we don't have any swords. We're, we're not ready. To, what do you mean? We don't have spears. He's like, well, what do you have? Well, we, we have shovels. We have plow blades. So then the text is, well, then take your shovels and plow blades and beat them into swords and spears. Like, I mean, go over to the blacksmith and transform these things. You got to use what you have to, to, to deal with what you're dealing with. And then he said, and then you got to tell the farmers because they never had a fight before. You got to tell the farmers to walk over to the mirror and speak to themselves and have the weaklings to say, I'm a warrior. Have a weakling to say, I'm ready for this thing. I'm ready for the battle. Preach to yourself if you, if you have to, like he didn't want the farmer to say what they knew. He didn't want the farmer to say what they had. He wanted the farmer to say what God was saying over them. And so, so they had to believe and then they had to speak what they believed. So if you read the Old Testament, um, they were, you're going to see many a times where nations rose up against Israel, rose up against God's people. And then there were times where they were attacked and they had to deal with those attacks. So let me be clear with you as a Christian, if you're born again, I would love to tell you that once you're born again, that life is going to be easy. I would love to tell you that once you're born again, you give your life to Jesus, man, everything is going to be amazing and everything is going to be easy. Now it will be amazing, but I'm not saying it's going to be easy. There will be times where you don't even know what to do. Like, I mean, like, so, but we know that, that quitting is not an option. So you got to get up every morning determined to embrace uh, the, the grace 
to face every attack and every attacker. You got to know that their poison cannot stop your purpose. You got to believe that God is on you and in you and with you and for you. And one of the reasons why I, I preach the word of God, I share the word of God with you on a daily basis is because Satan is attacking you on a daily basis. Satan is not going to just sit idly by and allow you and just wait for you to become the amazing man, the woman that God has called you to be for such a time as this. Satan is not going to be passive. Right. Satan, as you walk down the path to your purpose, as you walk down the path to your destiny, the road to your destiny, Satan is not going to be passive against you. He's going to be active against you. And he if he is active against you as you're trying to leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased, then you have to actively fight against it. You have to actively reject the things of, of Satan. You receive the things of God, you reject the things of Satan, and you have to be active with it. And part of that activity is with your mouth. One of the ways that you fight back is by unleashing the power of the word, the power of the tongue. Let me say it this way. One of the ways that you fight back against the power of the enemy is by unleashing the power of the tongue. So that the power of death and life, the Bible says, is in your tongue. And you got to unleash the power of the tongue. Speak the word only. The weakling can say, I am a warrior, the text says. All right, number two. When it's time to fight, you got to use what, what is at your disposal. When it's time to fight, you got to use whatever you have. So, so yeah, during this time that they had to fight, Judah had to fight. Yet the army, the warriors, they already had swords. The warriors, they already had, had spears. But the farmers did not. So God says to the farmers, use what you have. Take those shovels, take those plow blades and beat those things into weapons. You got to use what you have because there is an impending attack. If you look at Ephesians chapter six, there's there's all of this part of the armor of God. Right. You got the breastplate of righteousness. You got the helmet of salvation. You got the shield of faith. You got the uh, the feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. But the only offensive weapon that we have is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The only offensive weapon in Ephesians chapter six is you opening up your mouth and speaking the word over your situation. If you look at Jesus, when he was led of the father to go into the wilderness to be tempted of Satan, Satan tempted Jesus. And what did Jesus use to fight back? He said, no, 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 Mr. Satan, it is written. Jesus, with every attack from the enemy, Jesus said, it is written, it is written. It is written, and then Jesus spoke the word over every attack. Jesus spoke the word over the opposition of the enemy. You have to speak the word. You are fighting a spiritual battle, and so you need a spiritual weapon. So what is your spiritual weapon? The spiritual weapon is the word of God. This is your only offensive weapon. When you, when you open up your mouth and you speak the word of God over your faith, your, fa your family, your finances, your career, your whatever, your body, you are releasing, you are activating a spiritual response from heaven. But here's my point that I'm making in the second point. You can only speak what you know. God told the farmers, hey, use what you have. What did they have? It was like, well, we got shovels. You know, we got plow blades. So we will use what we have. When the pressure is on, you got to use what you have. When the pressure is on, you're always going to go back to what you know. When the pressure is on, you got to use what you have, right? You don't have time to go find something else. So, so here's my point. You can't speak the word only if you don't have the word down in your heart. When the pressure is on, look at me, look at me. Let me be very clear about this point. When the pressure is on, when the enemy is attacking, right? When the pressure is increasing, you don't have time to run the church. When the pressure is on, you don't have time to wait for Sunday. When the pressure is on, you don't even have time to go run for your Bible. 
You need to already have it down in your heart. When the pre God says to the farmers, listen, you guys don't have time to go fire weapons. Use what you have. Listen, when the pressure is on, you don't have time for anything else. You got to use what you have. At that point, you have, you have to have the word down in your heart. If you don't have the word down in your heart, then, oh, man, I'm, I'm, you're not going to be equipped to be able to fight. When the pressure is on, whatever is in you abundantly is going to come out of you, right? And so what's in you abundantly comes out of you eventually, and it comes out of you when the pressure is on. It's like a sponge. If I put soda in a sponge and I put the pressure on the sponge, what comes out? Whatever is in it. If I put milk in a sponge and I put pressure on the sponge, what comes out? Whatever is in it. Whatever is in you is what's going to come out of you. When the pressure is on, you got to have the word already down on the inside of you. You don't have time to be looking for no Bible. You don't have time to be going, let me call, run to the church. No, 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 no. You need to have the word of God down inside of you already. What's ever in there is what's going to come out of there. And this is why I, I, I minister the word to you every day. You got to read your Bible. You got to get messages like this. You got to get the, the word of God through your eye gate. Get it down in your heart. Through your ear gate. Get it down in your heart. And then you got to believe that word. And once you get the word down in your heart, and once you believe that word that's down in your heart, I believe, therefore have I spoken. I'm speaking what I believe. Then you speak what you believe. When you know that the attack is imminent and the pressure is on, you could speak the word only, but only if you already have the word down in your heart. If you don't have the word down in your heart, then you don't have nothing to say. If you don't have the word down in your heart, then now you're scrambling trying to find something. No, 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 no. God said, listen, farmers, what do you guys have? Well, we have plow blades. We have shears. Okay. Okay. Well, brother, sister, what do you have? I have the word. I got me some Ephesians down in there. I got me some Lamentations down in there. I got me some Psalms and Proverbs down in this thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh yeah. What's in, when, when the pressure is on, the word is going to come out. The, your word, the word of God is the only offensive weapon you have in a spiritual fight. You want the weapons of our, our warf warfare, the Bible says, are not carnal. That we, 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 this is a spiritual thing. The devil is a spiritual attacker. And so you got to use a spiritual weapon and the only offensive weapon we have is the word of God. You got to believe the word, get it down in your heart and then speak what you believe. Say amen to that. The Bible is saying, listen, tell, tell the farmers to, to speak themselves into warriors. Like, like, hey, God is ministering to me. God is speaking to my 2B stage from my right now stage. I got to speak what I believe. Number three, and last point for today, God can use your mouth to transform your life. Let me say that again. God can use your mouth to transform your life. God says to these weaklings, hey, go to the weaklings and tell the weaklings, don't say you're a weakling, say you're a warrior. God always speaks to your to be stage from your right now stage. God calls those things which be not as though they were. God calls the end from the beginning, Isaiah 46 and 10. And so, so the power of death and life is in the tongue. He was like, go to the weaklings and, and have a weakling say, I'm a warrior. Have a coward say, I'm a champion. You got to speak to yourself. You got you to gotta convince yourself. You got to convince yourself to believe what God believes about you. And if that was true in the Old Testament, then doggone it is even more true today because you have the Holy Ghost. They didn't have the Holy Ghost. If you're born again, you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you and the Holy Spirit will begin to minister to you and the Holy Spirit will begin to speak to you and you got to believe what God believes about you. And when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, you got to get that down in your heart and you meditate and medicate on it day and night. And then once you believe it, and it's down in your heart, then the text we've been studying, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13, I believe, therefore have I spoken. We also believe, therefore we speak. I'm going to speak the word. Father, I walk over to the mirror. I am who you say I am. I, I, you know, I can do what you say I can do. I will go where you've called me to go. I, Father, I can do it. If you say I can do it, I can do it. And so you speak to yourself. I, you call yourself what God is calling you. You believe about yourself what God is believing about you. You open up your mouth and you say, 
say what God is revealing. Don't keep it shut. Open up your mouth and say what God is saying over you. If God told weaklings to say, no, I'm a warrior. If God told cowards to say, no, I'm a champion. Then the question for you is, what are you saying? What are you saying over your situation? What are you saying over your life, over your business, over your children, over your family, over your marriage? What are you saying? If you're saying you have a failed marriage, then you have a failed marriage. But you got to change your confession. If that's not what God is saying to you, you got to say what God is saying to you. You got to say whatever God is speaking to you about your situation. And then you got to believe it. Are you speaking the problem or are you speaking the promise? You got to speak the promise over your life. Listen, the text says that we've been studying for months that there's a, a seen realm, everything we see right now, there's an unseen realm. And we got to speak what we see in the unseen realm so that it can show up in the seen realm. We got to speak. It's only a matter of time. If God is speaking to you from the unseen realm and you believe what you see in the unseen realm and you get it down in your heart where you're convinced of it. And now I'm fully persuaded. And now I open up my mouth and I say what God is saying to me. And I say what I'm seeing in the unseen. It's only a matter of time before what's in the unseen manifests itself in the seen in a way that everybody's going to be able to see. There's some things that I've been saying over my life that everybody's going to be able to see soon. Why? Because I'm saying it. Because I'm believing it. Because God is declaring it. Because God has spoken it. And I'm saying what God is saying. I'm believing what God is believing. This is not me trying to move God. This is God trying to move me. A God is convincing me to open up my lips and to activate my legs to go become who it is that God has called me to be for such a time as this. And when you speak the word only and you speak what God is speaking to you, I'm telling you, it will change you forever. God told farmers to speak to themselves. God told farmers to, to prophesy to themselves. And sometimes you got to speak to yourself. Sometimes you got to go over to the mirror and, and prophesy to yourself. Sometimes you got to walk over. Look at, I, I tell you sometimes, look at your hands and say, hands, you are blessed hands. Whatever I put my hands to do, it prospers. I am who God says I am. Walk over to the mirror and prophesy to yourself. Let the weak say, I am strong. This is how we withstand and overcome anything. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I've given you enough already for this morning. Say this over your life. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up by speaking the language of faith daily. You have placed the power of death and life inside of my mouth. <laughs> and now you want me to align with your will. You want me to come in agreement with your best. You want me to believe what you believe about me. And I open up my mouth and I say it. I declare what you declare over me. I am the head and not the tail. I am above only and never beneath. I am the lender and not the borrower. I am the winner and not the loser. I am the victor and never the victim. I overcome every attack. I overcome every attacker. I use the only offensive weapon that I have at my disposal. That's the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So I go on offense because I speak the word only. Your word can change weaklings into warriors. So I enter this day as a warrior. I speak the word only. I have what I say. And what I say is greater 
is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up. There's a big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes for free. So why not sign up? Put your email address there. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Do me a favor. Um, this is a message. You got to build yourself up. You got to preach to yourself. Prophesy to yourself. Convince yourself if you have to. So get this word down in your heart. Meditate on it. Do me a favor. Two things. Go to the chat right now and leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Let the weak say, I'm strong. I love you. God loves you too. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. Thank you.